Welcome back to the All Things Reality TV podcast. My name is Leith. I'm here with Champagne. And today we're going to be breaking down the Survivor 42 cast. So if you guys have been listening to the past two cast analysis that we did for Survivor 41 and Big Brother 23, me and Champagne successfully picked the winner picks for both of those. So I think we have a pretty good track record. So you guys are listening to a good podcast to get, it might be a little bit of a spoiler. Maybe don't listen because you don't want to get spoiled because we have good reads. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like I, we had a conversation with Tiffany. Our last episode was with Tiffany from Survivor 41, my favorite player ever. Um, so, like, I feel like now we have a little bit more insight into how the, the, the style of gameplay was from a player's perspective. So I think that it'll really help us in this cast analysis. So I'm super excited to talk about the different casts because I love Survivor. I, oh, also, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast yet, but I hate Paramount+. Plus. I'll say it on there. Oh! I was in the middle of watching Australian Survivor. I don't know if you guys, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how much I loved Australian Survivor. Yes. I was in the middle of a season. <laughs> I just got into the merge. The first merge boot. Not even jury yet. And then they just took it off. No warning, nothing. And I'm sure any Survivor fan out there has heard about this, but I'm heartbroken. I hate you, Paramount Plus. I don't I know you. why they did that. Um, I know there was like, they came up with some reasoning towards it. Honestly, I don't know why they do BS that. BS reasoning. Right. I just pirate it off of Video Brother. So I, I can still admit watch that it. Online. Why? I don't even want to admit that I don't pirate care. it. It's illegal. I don't care. Because it's illegal. So? Okay, um, <laughs> let's get into our Survivor 42 Um, Actually, analysis. before that, I think we should talk about the fact that we were featured on an Instagram page. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so random. Like, our our podcast was just, like, shouted out, but it got, like, five likes, so it's not like it's, like, Go so like big. it up. Go like it up. Yeah, go what like it. RSS underscore podcasting. Yeah, just super Instagram. random. And Twitter. Got four retweets on Twitter, and it was not us. I don't know who was retweeting our podcast. <laughs> That's it wasn't so me. funny to me. That's <laughs> so hilarious. Because Laith just sent me the screenshot, and mind you, they didn't even tag my at. They tagged Laith's at. But I just thought that was so funny, like that our podcast, our little reality TV podcast, literally got shouted out on Instagram by literally the platform that we use. So that's crazy you know we're legit now that it's been <laughs> talked about yeah we're so legit um <laughs> um okay let's get into our survivor 42 cast analysis so the first person on this list is jonathan young so jonathan is 29 he's from alabama um his current occupation is a beach service company owner his hobbies are working out spearfishing and surfing um and he he holds a guinness world record for the most pull-ups with a 100 pound weight on added onto his back so that's a lot to unpack that's crazy i too am a guinness world record holder so <laughs> or a former guinness world record breaker so i like former. this guy I feel like he, former Mind you, I, yeah. former it got broken so sorry Leith. you're not in there yet yeah, have you broken a world record? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So me and Jonathan, we just have that little connection there. Um, I just... <laughs> but um, in reality, looking at this guy, I think that he is going to be, like, the classic, like, Jock. fit character. Yes. I think it's going to be difficult for him to maneuver deep into the merge. If he makes it that far, I think he'll definitely... I think we might see a little bit of a, a Lubu vibe. He could be, like, the Danny on his... Because if you look at, like, the picture of the tribes, which we'll get into later... His tribe just looks like they're going to outpower completely everybody else. So 
um, depending on what the challenges are, if it's basically like we've seen in the past, I think his tribe will do very well pre-merge, but I think he'll be an early to mid-merge boot is my guess based off this guy. Yeah, so he said his favorite past Survivor player is Ozzy, and I'm just getting that vibe. I'm getting the very much, like, wins every immunity challenge. Like, they, it's a huge physical threat. They want to get him out right away. But I don't think that they're going to have the courage within the sixth tribe to get him out. I think he's going to make... I think he's going to make merge for sure, but I think he's going to be one of those pre, not pre-merge, um, like early merge, early merge vote outs. Cause they're going to realize mm-hmm. if he doesn't win immunity, this is our shot to take him out because he's such a physical threat. So I think he's going to make merge, but shortly after merge, I think that they're going to target him for sure. I know he okay, talked about yeah. spearfishing, how that would contribute to his tribe. I think he just wants to be, the person that is able to like get food for their tribe, make their tribe happy, get that kind of social game in there. But there's no denying. I mean, just look at his body. He's going to be a threat and I don't think he's going to make it all the way. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same page. All right, let's move on to Mariah Sharon. She's 47 from Lansing, Michigan. (gasps) Shut up. Um, Okay. Lansing. She's a stay at home mom. Wait, Lansing is like literally an hour away from me. That's crazy. She's a stay-at-home mom. She does gardening, writing, Pilates. Um, I, I connect with her too. I've been do- I'm gonna have a little bit of a yoga trend recently, <laughs> so I. I <laughs> Why I like you that. are gonna motivate me to literally start doing yoga? Yeah, honestly, shout out, shout out to Yoga by Cassandra. I love her. I don't know what it is, Leith, but you hold some sort of power over me, and I can't explain it. But like, I feel like everything you do, I want to do. Like, you're just so cool. I don't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Thank you. That's so nice of you. Okay. Um, so I, 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 I'm getting mad Tiffany from Survivor 41 vibes. From I was this thinking the same thing. Similar age, similar, like, just like body type, mm-hmm. similar. Um, they're like her, Tiffany's son goes to college in Michigan. So this yes. one's from Michigan. Um, she decides, she describes herself as spicy, smart, and loving. Spicy. Um, her pet peeve is that. When somebody has a big old snuffleupagus sneeze and doesn't cover their nose. Oh my. And mean people. <laughs> and um, mean people. The fact that she added and mean people. <laughs> um, oh, see, one thing about her is that she said that she um, wouldn't be afraid to take on a leadership role. She's mm. super strong. Um, she gives off the vibe that she's never made a mistake, but in reality... She is a bag of mistakes and lessons learned, and she's very tender-hearted. If someone else is hurt, I hurt. Basically, I'm a softie. I don't. That doesn't look good for her. She gives me a very much player. mom vibes, like just like Tiffany, where it's like she's gonna be the mom of the tribe. You know, she's gonna be the mom of the season. But yeah, you know what I mean. In a physical aspect, is she gonna do well? Maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like, you know, at that pre-merge you know, boot out, they kind of like to be like, oh, we're going to keep our tribe strong. We're going to keep our tribe strong. So if she perhaps messes up in an immunity challenge and, you know, sends her tribe to tribal council, I feel like they could be like, oh, let's get her out because she doesn't benefit the tribe. I don't know. So maybe. you think this could be a, this could be a first boot pick for you? Maybe not, but maybe like pre-merge. Okay. All right. Let's move on to Romeo Escobar. He's 37 from Los Angeles. Um, he a is a pageant, pageant coach. coach. I love that. Uh, and he lists his favorite hobbies as traveling, 
beauty pageants and watching Survivor. Huge Survivor fan right there. Super fan. Um, he says he's a little bit impatient. He would say slow people are one of his pet peeves, laziness. Um, I think that could hurt him in the game, saying that he feels impatient. Yes. Um, I, I kind of feel him on that, but if he's able to control, he said he's a super, he's a super fan. Uh, let's see. He, he really wants to achieve great survivor historical moments like Sandra, Sari, Parvati, Rupert, Rob. I want to be remembered. Okay. So that's a red flag to me. I think when you, you see people who are super fans that want to just play like big moves and like, that's like their only goal when they're asked what game they want to play the most like, and he just says all the big people that we all know, that's a little bit concerning to me personally just because like that's like jd for example from the last yes. season all he did he talked when he talked when he was on camera the reason i, I wasn't a fan of him as a viewer was because all he talked about was survivor former survivor players like yep. we know we, we don't care about them we care about like what we're watching currently and if this guy c- could fall down that that jd route and become like a mid early pre-merge boot well what you're like going off of what you said it's kind of like we want to see you develop your own character. We don't want to see you develop someone else's character. But, I mean, looking, he's had three words to describe you. Competitive, um, intuitive, and smart. That's kind of hitting all of the three big aspects. Competitive, he's smart, and he's intuitive. So, I don't know. It kind of seems like he's the whole package. But at the same time, if you describe yourself, you're going to describe yourself, you know, with good traits, mm-hmm. not bad ways. traits. Right. Yeah. So I don't know where. Where do you think he'd be in our rankings? I I think that he'll be uh like sixth person voted out. Sixth person voted out. I mean the fact that he does say I'm impatient, that's kind of. But at the same time, if you're going for a million dollars, I feel like you you'll be able to control yourself. I don't really see him causing drama. He's a pageant coach. He watches beauty pageants. I feel like he'll get along with the girls very well. I feel like his social game is going to be really top notch. But I think people are going to really think he's super smart and strategic. And that might be his downfall, being almost too smart. So I think Mm -hmm. he'll make it to the merge, but maybe go further into the merge. Not sure. Because I think his social game is going to be really good. Okay. All right. Next up is Tori Meehan. She's 25 from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, She's a therapist. Her favorite hobbies are CrossFit, playing board games or card games, and spending time with family. She's quirky, warm, and self-aware. Okay, anyone who um, describes themselves as quirky is not quirky. What? I think that's fun. I think I'd call myself quirky. You call yourself quirky? <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I wouldn't use it as the top three words to describe myself, but quirky. I mean, I, I think I'm full of quirks, but okay. Oh, it's not- um, so this girl, I don't know if I, I, I just heard this. I, I don't. I know you watch this show, Champagne, but she was on the show Sequester. I don't know if you watched that <gasps> Wait, one. The season that what she was on. season was she on? Because I, 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 I've I don't watched watch one show. season of Sequester, and I've also watched like basically all the Sequester minis. I I really yeah, like. Yeah, so she was on like one of the normal seasons of Sequester. I don't know how far she made it. I I know she, I from what I heard from other people, she made it pretty far into it, but didn't win. Um, so she, in her interviews that I saw, she was talking about how she will use that she's a therapist to her benefit. She's not going to tell them that she's a therapist. Uh, and I think that really will benefit because like a therapist has been someone who's done really well in the past. Like Denise, um, from season 25 Philippines Mm -hmm. went on to when it was on winners at war. She was a sex therapist and she said she was going to use that to her advantage to do well. And she did. So I think that we've seen that that kind of 
job can come in to play really well for her. But like being a therapist, you're able to connect with people, you know, emotionally, you're able to do like have sympathy. So I feel like like maybe like a social game in that aspect and be very like aware of her surroundings. And she also does CrossFit. So that could she could definitely be a benefit to her tribe. I think she'll make it far. I think Tori can make it very far. Yeah, I could see her being if she if I don't know if she's gonna be my winner pick, but I could definitely see her making it to like top six, top. She seven, says her pet peeves are people who lack self awareness. So she's mm-hmm. definitely very self aware, and you know I feel like she'll be like looking out at different clues and like how everyone is vibing off each other. So okay. I think she's gonna right. go pretty far. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's move on next to Jackson Fox. He's forty eight from Houston, Texas. He's a healthcare worker. He, his favorite hobbies are puzzling, weightlifting, and dog walking. He finds him, he describes himself as kind, dedicated, and assertive. Mm. He hates people who are unorganized, people who don't get to the point. I feel that. I hate when people don't get to the point, but oh, I feel yes. like I'm also kind of unorganized. <laughs> According to him, he started and is currently running his own company. Um, oh, oh, he's, he's also transgender. Yes. Interesting. Okay. He's a male. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he, so he said he was born a girl and is, is now uh, a man and, and his favorite player is Elaine. Okay. That's a pretty good pick. But so I think I, the vibes I'm getting off of, off of Jackson are that he is going to be very, I think he might be a little bit too nice and I think he could be someone that might be taken advantage of. I think he could be maybe, a, like, potentially a goat, maybe. I don't know why I say that. The only reason I say that is just because his favorite player is Elaine, just because of how right. he described her as hardworking, confident, resilient, and played a hell of a mind game. Um, but I think that's... he. See, there's a difference, I think, in people who select a strategist and, like, a fan favorite who's just, yes. like, fun. Like, if I were to I be agree. asked who my favorite... Who Survivor I would play most like, although I love Tiffany, I wouldn't say I'd play like Tiffany the most. Right. You know what I mean? So... Yep. That's, that's why I think it could, that's just the vibes I'm getting. So I think he either could be like someone, whoever the power player is, I think that Jackson will be like the right hand man of the, the power player. Right. Is my guess. And Jackson, you know, healthcare workers, you know, used to taking care of people. I feel like he'll be very emotionally aware. Um, weightlifting, that's a good asset, but also people who don't get to the point. I feel like that's going to really bother him and that might maybe start conflict with people because Survivor, you know what I mean? When sometimes you have to blindside people, you have to... Be a little bit facetious. Exactly. Not like straight to the point. So I think he might maybe get annoyed at that. I I don't know. I'm getting major like wild card vibes. I'm I'm not really... I don't know. I can't I can't get a read off him. So I'm getting very mm-hmm. much wild card, maybe a flip-flopper, who knows. Okay. All right, next up is Chanel Howell. She's 29. She currently lives in New York. She's an executive recruiter. Um she decides herself as cunning, competitive, and cultured. Uh she hates slow walkers. I hate slow walkers. Same. So I agree with that too. Um she said she also wants to play like Kim Spradlin. And she believes that she's a student of the game. She's seen all the seasons, studied the greats, and learned the nuances. She's a subject matter expert in Survivor. Aside from the tool belt to win, um, her motivations pushing her through the cold nights and hungry days will be that she wants to win. She wants to show black and brown girls that this game was made for them too. So yes, I, I like her. her. Love her right off the bat. Yeah, she's giving me girl boss vibes. Yes. Um, one thing about her though is that she is a executive recruiter. And I don't know for sure like, my experience with people that work in HR from like 
a, a long time. Like when mm-hmm. I like would like you know what I mean. Like it's I don't think I feel like people in HR are a little bit out of touch from like what actually goes on in a company. That's my perspective. I don't know. That's such such a general statement. I don't know what her actual career daily life is like, but just stereotyping her based off of her job. I think that that. I feel like someone who's a recruiter might think that they could use those abilities to their advantage, but that in a game like Survivor, when you use, like, the skills you would use as a recruiter for, like, a corporate world, I think it could come back to, like, not actually work as a benefit to her, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, She said cultured. Love how she described herself that way. Also talked about, you know, women, people of color. So definitely someone who's going to start an alliance I feel like definitely get along with the girls very well get along with people of color and I feel like she would be strong enough to really target kind of like the strong males pull off a blind side I'm Mm -hmm. loving her so far I don't know if she'll cause any conflict or not she seems like someone that would like stand up for herself so I don't know I feel like personally, I love her. I want to rate her super, super high. You know, and, I, and I'm going to. I, I think she's going to make it far. I think she's going to make it far. She's a student of the game. I think anyone who's really a true super fan is very self-aware. Um, they're almost kind of able to hack the game. You know, they know some of the competitions. They know, like, the memory games. So I I feel like if she makes it deep, she could make a run. Okay. Yeah, I, I like her too. I'm rooting for her as well. Even though I said some pretty negative things about my predictions, I think that I, I could see her. Doing but how well. far do you think she'll go? I think she'll be like either either like the boot right before the merge or like fifth place. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, moving on next to Omar Zahir. Um, he is 31 from Ontario, Canada. He's a veterinarian. Um, he described himself as silly, empathetic, and shameless. Uh, let's see. Did you see Omar's um video package? Because I really liked it. I really like how he described like different animals and kind of like connecting them with people and saying how he kind of just wants to fly under the radar but also make big moves. I don't know. I got a good vibe off him, but I also feel like he could potentially be seen as a threat and potentially be pre-merge. Um, I I like him. I think. Uh, I like how when he was asked what player he would play most like, he specifically took attributes from different players that are well-known mm-hmm. rather than just saying listing them off. Like, who was it earlier that I didn't like because they just listed off players that they weren't... Let me see. What was that? Uh, yeah, Romeo just listed off the players because they played because they're memorable, but he didn't say why they're memorable. Right. When you look, when you look at um, Omar, when he is asked what player he's going to play the most like, he specifically lists off, like... Rob Cesarino for his strategic prowess, Suri for her sit-and-wait-strike strategy, Tyson for his sass and strategic game, Kim Spradlin for her social skills that were top-notch, Natalie Anderson for her laser focus. Like, it's like he is able to identify what the... He knows the the, game. He knows the game very well. He was able to identify the key factors and traits that helped those great winners be such great winners, even though Rob Cesarino wasn't a winner, but great players be such great players, and not just list them off as being memorable. So I think for that reason, he has a better reading on the game. And if he's able to apply that, I think he'll do better, at least better than Romeo, in my guess, just based comparing those two right. head to head like that. And I don't know why. I'm, I feel like he's going to be seen as a threat. I don't know why, but I feel like he will. And I feel like someone who is also very strong could pull off a blindside against him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see that. Okay. Next up is Swati Goal. Um, Goel. She's 19 from Palo Alto, California. She's an Ivy League student. Um, she loves reading on the beach. 
theater and all things Survivor. <laughs> she enlisted in the Army National Guard and attended boot camp, but she was she like never actually served, from my knowledge. I think she just went to boot camp and then because she's only 19, so she wasn't really there for that. And she's also an Ivy League right. student. So I'm a little bit confused by this girl. The fact, maybe it's just I'm, like, jealous that she's so awesome at 19. I'm, like, No, literally, she's very, like, successful. Very successful. In her video package, she talked about how she was raised. You know what I mean? You get straight A's. Like, A pluses, nothing less. Um, very school-oriented. And I almost feel like people who are very school-oriented kind of lack, like, a social game because they were always so focused on schoolwork. But I don't know. I'm really liking her so far. But just because I like them doesn't mean I always think that they're going to go far. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. She said, what Survivor player would you play most like? And she said, "Uh, Victoria and... I love that. I mean, she played Chaos Cast. That's uh, that's awesome. Chaos Cast. I love Victoria. More more so, I don't really care about Cast too much. But I think Victoria... I love that she said that the best move of her about Victoria when she blindsided Aubrey... Is one of the most unappreciated moves ever. I agree. Ah, I love that. I love that she said that. I agree with that 100%. I always say that one of my favorite strategic players is Victoria from Edge of Extinction. I think super underrated. I agree with her that that move was crazy and impressive. And I love Swati just for saying that. I think um, I, I think it's crazy. She gone to every college she applied to. She said she's a black belt. I don't know if that was a joke or not. I can't really tell through this, through this text. I don't but, think it would be a joke. No, she says, I'm a karate black belt. Just kidding. It's jujitsu. Just kidding. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if she's kidding or not or what. But regardless, even if she's not, she had that training in boot camp, a part of the Army National Guard. She's a Harvard student. She's really intelligent. And she is able to select a game like that of Victoria and acknowledge that amazing move that she did. I love her. I love her for that, in my opinion. That honestly just, that won me over. Anybody who likes Victoria wins me over. I don't know. <laughs> No, love her, love her. I think I think she can go really far, but at the same time, I think if she really tells people she's an Ivy League student, I think that's seen as a huge, huge, you know, strategic threat, super smart. I don't think she would. I feel like she's smart enough not to. Right. All right, next up is Hai Zheng. Um, he was born in Vietnam. He is a, he currently lives in New Orleans. Um, he's a data scientist Interesting. He describes himself as aggressive, astute, and audacious. Mm. Um, he's the first person from his family to graduate college. Uh, he bought his first home at 24 while he was still paying off student loans. And he finished paying off his student loans by the time he was 26. Um, wow. He's the youngest associate director of analytics at the co- his company by age 27. Very impressive. Like his stats. Yeah, and- you, I mean, he's a you know data analyst or data scientist, and he's literally listing off all these stats. Very impressive, very smart. Yeah, and the fact that he, um, yeah, as you said, he's a data scientist. I think that people that are into analytics like that will be able to run the numbers very well and efficiently. Absolutely. And he also his social game. I don't know for sure exactly, but for, based on the videos I saw of him, he seemed like he was a really good talker. Yes. He's really funny on Twitter. He was like tweeting like jokes about himself, like. <laughs> I can't, I forgot what exactly it was. I remember like, he was the, yeah, I could tell that I'm going to like him just by, based off of the fact that he was like able to make fun of himself on Twitter and like joke about how horrible his cast photo was. Even though I think his cast photo was great, he was making jokes about it himself. So I would probably do the same thing. So I I like him a lot because of that. And also I believe, I, I, I hope I'm not wrong. I believe in his um, video package, he mentioned, you know, he was also gay. Gay guys get get along very well with the girls. So I feel like, you know, and also if he's maybe good 
physically. I feel like he could really set himself set himself up like very far. I think he can go really, really far. You know, his personality, um, the way he just analyzes stuff, getting really good vibes from him. All right. Next up is Lindsay Doleshwik. Sorry if I pronounced that very wrong. She's 31 from Osbury Park, New Jersey. She's a dietitian. Uh, she likes doing co-ed flag football in the sand by the shore, the Jersey Shore. Uh, she's loud, talkative, and has an intense personality. Love her. Can relate to that. Um, <laughs> she hates wasting time. I agree. She hates people that are slow and quiet talkers. I hate slow and quiet talkers. I'm a loud and fast talker. Uh, she used to play tackle football. Yeah. She likes Lauren Ashley Beck, which is a re- really interesting pick. Yes. Um, that, that was her, the player that she played the most. Like, Lauren Ashley Beck was fire-making challenge away from winning that whole season of Survivor Island of the Idols. So um, I think that if... And Lauren is probably one of the nicest people we've ever talked to yes. when we've interviewed people for Survivor. So I think that that's a really good pick. And the fact that she's able to acknowledge that, that her social game com- combined with her strategic game was really what helped her get to the end is showing how... Um, how good of a read that Lindsay has on what is successful in the game. So I think that she could do really well. I think she'll make it, I think she'll make it to the merge. I think she might be like the third jury member. You know what? I have the exact same read as you do. Uh, in her <laughs> video package, you could just tell she was very loud, very like aggressive personality, which is nothing wrong with that. I feel like I'm pretty loud in person. I'm, I have a pretty aggressive personality, not aggressive, but um, I can definitely relate to her on that, but I just feel like she's going to make it to the merge. I feel like her tribe's not going to want to vo- vote her out because she's going to be seen as like a physical asset, but I feel like she's probably going to be one of the first few merge people. I feel like people, I feel like she, you know, she describes herself as talkative, maybe almost too talkative will be her downfall. Kind of like going to different people and those people are going to, you know, add it up and be like, Hey, mm-hmm. She's talking a lot. Lindsay's all over the place, maybe having a messy game because she is so loud. So I think she's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like she's going to make it emerge, but be one of the first jury members. Okay. Yes, we're on the same page there. Next up is Mike Turner. He's 58 from Hoboken, New Jersey. I think that might be the oldest person on the cast. I think maybe so. I'm wrong. Um, that's like my, my dad's age. So this guy's giving me major dad vibes. Retired firefighter. He loves working out, doing sports, watching movies. He's loyal, loud, and fair. He would play. The, ugh, he wants to play the most like Boston Rob. I, <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Boston Rob. I know that's an unpopular opinion for Survivor fans, but I think anybody who says they want to play a game like Boston Rob, probably will not do very well. Not that Boston Rob is not one of the best players to play Survivors, but I just don't think that there's a certain type of person you have to be to play a Boston Rob style game. Like only Boston Rob can play a Boston Rob style game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like. And he doesn't really give much detail. He goes, I just would love to play like Boston Rob. He doesn't say specifically what about Boston Rob is sticking out to him that he wants to incorporate into his game. So, and I just think that he's going to be a little bit out of touch. It's a pretty young cast, I feel like. A lot of the people are like 20 to 30 years old. And um, I just, I think that he'll be a early boot unless he really is helpful in the challenges. Dude, I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, first of all, the first thing I see... New Jersey, okay? Just like Lindsay. Lindsay was saying she's very loud. People from New Jersey are a whole different breed. They're loud. They're obnoxious. They're crazy. Um, you know, Jersey Shore, come on. I mean, people from Jersey are just like this. I feel like because of his age and how well in shape he is, I mean, he looks like a physical asset to his tribe, but I feel like because of this, 
people are going to vote him out. I feel like he might try to, you know, be that father figure, but almost in a bad way, almost like not talking down to people, but he might try to boss people around like, like, you know, their kids. I don't know. I'm not getting a great super vibe. Um, you know, words to describe you loud, fair. He wants to make sure everything's fair. You know what I mean? So I feel like he's definitely gonna be one of the first boots. Definitely. If his tribe loses, they're going to go after him. All right, next up is Lydia Meredith. She's 22 from Fredericksburg, Virginia. That's an hour away from where I live. Um, She's a waitress in California currently. Um, She loves writing. She's a comedian. I think that she might actually be an Maybe she's the one who's an actress in California. Yes. But they don't have that that listed as her occupation here. Interesting. Um, I think Survivor likes to pretend like actors and actresses don't exist. Which I've heard, like, a lot of people saying in casting, don't say that you're an actor or an yes, actress. Yes, I've heard that, like that in Big Brother, too, yes. She said, uh, once again, she she's one of the people that's combined. Oh, she's a little bit crazy like Debbie. Okay, I think I'm going <laughs> to like her. I don't think she's going to win, but the fact that she said she wants to play a little bit crazy like Debbie, I love that. I love someone who's willing to say that they don't want to play under. I people hate people that just say, oh, I want to play under the radar the whole time. Like, lame. That's so lame. Mm-hmm. You're on Survivor. Come and play a hard game. And this girl said she wants to play strategically and socially like Tom Westman and Suri, but then she also wants to be a little bit crazy like Debbie. So I think I like her. I think that she'll be someone who makes it to the merge. And I think that she'll be someone who um, will, will probably come in like eighth place. You know what? I love that she's a waitress. I was also a waitress. Um, I love that she does comedy. She goes to music festivals. Like she enjoys movies by herself very like outgoing I feel like personality almost but I feel like people could perceive her as an easy vote you know what I mean just like Mm -hmm. oh she's an easy vote let's get her out if they really don't want to be like cunning you know what I mean right away they kind of just want oh let's just and is she going to be a physical asset I don't know so I feel like in a sense where she could either go really far and almost kind of be seen as like a goat or I think she could be possibly one of the first you know their tribe goes to tribal council and she's like that easy boot. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I could see that. You know, I, I like the way that, and she almost seems like maybe too likable, too nice where she could be, I don't know, like manipulated. So I don't know. I I think she's either going to make it really far as a goat or one of the first boots. Okay. Next up is Rox Roy Bailey. He's from Brooklyn, New York. Currently lives in Las Vegas. He's a stay-at-home dad, which I think is the first time we've seen that on Survivor. Yes, I think so too. He loves playing with the, he loves playing with his kids, basketball, camping, and golf. Um, he's thankful, calm, and faithful. Except when he's driving, he's not calm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wants to play John Cochran. He understood his weaknesses, and the second time around, it strengthened him to complete compete and win. I think I actually like him. I think this guy. I'm getting really good vibes from him, honestly. I don't know why. I think he will at least make the merge, but I don't think he'll win. I think he could be someone who makes it to final tribal council, but then loses. Interesting. Have you seen his video package? No, I don't remember seeing. Okay, I don't know. I actually got maybe not good vibes. I feel like he's definitely going to play up the fact that he's a stay-at-home dad. That's going to be, you know, seen as kind of like, oh, very likable, you know, like not super strategic or not super smart. You know, I'm not trying to like say that, like any negative things towards like stay-at-home parents, but he's definitely going to play that up. Like, oh, and he talked about he really wants to like contribute to his tribe, like physically, and he also wants to do a lot of like 
fishing. He wants to make sure he cooks. He wants to make sure he takes care of everyone. You know what I mean? For some reason, I'm just not feeling it. Something about him came off like a little too cocky in his video. And I feel like he could potentially make it to merge or be like kind of the the boot before merge. I could be totally wrong. I could have a very totally wrong read. I don't know. Something about him makes me feel like he's going to stir up the pot. Okay. All right. Interesting. That's a that's a good prediction. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's move on to Jenny Kim. She's 43. She's a creative director in New York. Uh, she tr- loves traveling, Pilates, writing, watching movies. She hates arrogant people and there's a sense of entitlement. She loves Kelly Wentworth's ten- tenacity um, and likes Lauren Ashley Beck's uh, ability to understand people and understand their motives, which I think is amazing she said she loves to study human behavior and that's what survivor is at the end of the day it's a social game and it's a social experiment in a way so the fact that she said she wants to study people and their motives because that's how you're gonna get somebody to make a move that you want to have want to make happen is by understanding their motives and appealing to those motives so i think i'm i think honestly my winner pick shut up <laughs> What? Leith, shut up. Why are you always stealing my winner pick? I swear. Seriously? I, swear I feel like that was a little bit of like a sleeper pick for me. I didn't think that no. she was like, she's like not she's the type definitely, to win. I think she's definitely going to be up there. If not a winner pick. I mean, obviously I'm kind of biased. Of course I want to see a girl win, but something about the fact that she mentioned she has a high EQ, emotional intent, emotional intelligence. A lot of people talk about EQ or, oh my God, IQ. I'm so dumb. You know, oh, I have a high IQ. Nobody talks about emotional intelligence. I feel like she'll be able to read the room. She knows what's going on. She'll be able to get like a bad read off people. Maybe when they're trying to blindside her. I feel like she's going to be just super, super aware. Um, I'm not, and she does Pilates too. So maybe she'll do good in challenges. Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like she just, she'll surround herself with very like, likable people you know what I mean and create like she won't be aligned with someone who's very problematic I feel like she wouldn't put herself in that position and I don't know something about her and her video package which is super likable and maybe my winner pick wow you're ridiculous that we have the same pick like that. no I'm not I think we're just I don't know we're just really in sync with winner picks I don't I don't know <laughs> whatever I mean Last we the last couple we've been in sync and we were right so that's looking good for Jenny. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's okay let's move on. Uh, next up is Daniel Strunk. He's from Cincinnati. Uh, he's a law clerk. He is a movie fanatic. He likes to do Legos. He keep he keeps keeping track of things. That's his favorite hobby is keeping track of things. <laughs> Organized uh, and maybe. Sur- Survivor. Um, he's thirty but he looks forty. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you really had to mention that? <laughs> Here, <I> was, <laughs> like, that's like the, one of the first things you say. George, his hero is George Washington. Okay. A little weird. <laughs> out of all, out of all presidents, George Washington, not like Abe Lincoln um, or George Obama. Washington is the first ever president. Okay. And he's on the $1 Whatever. bill. Okay, so that's why he's your hero, Champagne, too? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He said, in order for me to win, I will need to lower my threat level from the get-go. Uh, I think that's not going to be too hard for him to do. I don't think he... <laughs> <laughs> why are you like this? Uh, what? I'm just... This is just my opinion. I don't think it'll be difficult for him 
to lower his threat level. Uh, I like that he said he's going to embrace his inner Goofy. Uh, and then obviously he's going to model his game after Yule and Todd. But he didn't really specifically say what about them. I like that he said he's going to embrace his inner Goofy. I think that you have to, you can't just be serious all the time on Survivor. As mean as I was being to the guy a couple minutes ago, it was I was kidding. No shade to you, Daniel Strunk. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think he's smart and I think he's, I think it, he's smart to want to embrace that goofy side, but sometimes if it's too goofy, some people would just not see him as a threat at all where he gets to the end and then doesn't get any votes. Mm. So you're maybe thinking like a goat, maybe? Actually, no. Maybe. I'm not thinking of, I don't know. Something about reading off his profile is giving me, I, <laughs> I'm still thinking that you literally said that won't be hard. I'm sorry. But I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I think he won't be seen as a threat. I feel like, like you said, he'll be seen as, like, this goofy character, very likable. I feel like the guys will want to get with him, but he'll also be able to communicate with the girls. I don't know. Something about him. And he's a Survivor fan. His favorite hobby is Survivor. So that's a green flag for me. If you like Survivor... That means that I just think if you're a Survivor fan, you're more aware than just like a casual fan. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Something about this makes me think he's going to get like fifth place, sixth place. I don't know. Yeah, I see him coming in third place. That's my guess. If he's not, if he's not a first, if he's not a first boot, I see him being, I think either first boot or third place. That's my guess. Right. Third or third, third boot or third place. That's, that's my prediction. Um, okay, next up is Marianne Oketch. She's 24 from Ontario, Canada. She's a seminary student. I don't know what, do you know, what is that? Is it like a I church I have no thing? idea. Let's look up seminary students. <laughs> Intermission. A college that trains priests. Okay. It, okay. Um, so you were right. She, yeah, so she's energetic, empathetic, chaotic. She's like people don't listen to her. Oh. She, um, she loves Davy. Um, and she was able to describe specifically, she said that he had loyalty. He knew where the, where the idols were. He, um, he had a strong core alliance. He was able to work his way up from the, from the top, from the bottom. I, I think that's a really good pick to work off of. Um, I think, so this is the girl I was telling you, Champagne, who I really like cause she's funny. Like she posted a TikTok and she was like, my recent toxic trait has been like, if somebody pisses me off, I'll just be like, mm, don't worry about my, about my premiere party on March 9th. You're on like, oh and she, like, said it, like, half as a joke, half serious. And, like, I think that's hilarious. I would be the same way if I was on Survivor. Be like, mm, you piss me off. Mm, don't come to my premiere party. <laughs> like, I think I, I like her. I think she's hilarious. Um, but so in a game I, of Survivor, I, do you think that could be, like, a negative trait almost? Whereas, like, you create, like, animosity towards someone and almost, like a, like, a line has been crossed or, like, a division? No, that's, I think you're just being a little bit dramatic there. I don't think so. No. Um, I, I, I think she's up there too, is one of my winner picks as well. I know you like her. You like her. She, I mean, she mentions that she's a great listener, which is great. Cause I feel like almost listening is more important than talking. You know what I mean? Just being mm-hmm. aware, being a part of all the group conversations, the side conversations. She could, da- I see her getting into the Alliance. Oh, what was that one girl that said she wanted POC and women? I could see them creating a really good, really good bond. Um, the only, I don't know, the fact that she says chaotic, she doesn't like when people listen to her. I mean, I'm kind of the same way, but at the same time, I don't know. I almost see that as, like, 
stirring the not stirring the pot what, what's the right word to say is she gonna create drama you know what i mean so i could is that not stirring the pot i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say but i could definitely see i don't know uh, is she a physical asset though like could the tribe be like oh maybe she wasn't a physical asset let's boot her off right away maybe she's mm-hmm. too loud you know too chaotic um i feel like she'll make it at least to the merge okay i agree I- i'm happy with that okay uh, next up is Zach Wurtenberger. He's 22. He's a college student, lives in St. Louis from Florida. Uh, he, his favorite hobbies are social strategy games, sketch comedy writing, and running. He's clever, competitive, and a storyteller. Um, he doesn't like people who don't tip. I agree. I agree. Um, he said that people assume that he's young and naive and that has no life experience and that couldn't be farther from the truth. He's, he sees himself as a hustler super competitive to get into a top tier school. What the call it? He probably would. Survivor loves to cast like these like ridiculous, like Harvard, Yale college students. Ridiculous. Right. I put some states, call some state school students in there, please us. Literally. Um, <laughs> but let's see. He wants to play like Todd Herzog. Um, I love that. Nobody has, nobody has mentioned that so far. He said that now in Survivor, we are in an era where the tallest tree is from the first one cut. If you look at the edification boot order, will all the bigger threats go out first? Uh, and I think he understands that he can use his skinny, little bit scrawny young appearance to his advantage um, to make it far. And I, I really like that about him. I think that if he is not one of the first ones voted out, he'll make it to like top four, top five. Everything about what I'm reading right now is like spot on. Like, I don't know if he's just telling us what we want to hear or telling survivor what they want to hear but everything i'm seeing is like a green flag like clever competitive storyteller that's like all the words survivor wants to hear he has social strategy games is his favorite hobby comedy writing and running okay that's like you got the physical strategic and you got the social like right in his three favorite hobbies so like i feel like everything he's listing off is exactly what we want to hear which is great. I think he's going to go really far. I think people are not going to see him as a threat. I feel like he'll get along with people a lot. He seems like just a normal, decent human being. You know what I mean? So, and I love that he mentions Todd. I really do. I love how he mentions Todd. And, I, you know, he's going to manage his threat level super low. And I think he's going to skate by and not a lot of people are going to recognize him. And for that reason, I think he's going to go super far, if not one of my winner picks. Okay, next up is Drea Wheeler. This is our last person. She's 35 from San Antonio, currently lives in Montreal. She's a fitness consultant. She loves working out and doing any kind of charity work. She wants to play like Kelly Wentworth because she contributes to the team and sets up alliances while still being a competitor. I like her. I I think she, if I'm not mistaken, she was the one in like the little clip where she talks about how she like wants to take down all the powerful men. Yes. And I could totally see that. Like she's used to doing that in her everyday life. So I, I like her. I think, I think if she is able to create social bonds early, she can go pretty far. If she's not like the boot right at the merge, that's actually my guess. I think she'll be like right at the merge boot or like the third or fourth merge boot. Just cause I want to root for these people doesn't mean I think that they're going to go far. But I genuinely want her to go really, really far. She says pet peeves, dishonest people. That's kind of a red flag. Obviously, I hate dishonest people too. But in a game of Survivor, you're lying constantly. You're manipulating people. And if that's her pet peeve, I could see kind of like arguments starting. Just like 
And I know a lot of people really like her. A lot of people are rooting for Dre. I could see her getting into an alliance, you know, the POC, the women, you know what I mean? Like taking down all the strong men. I could definitely see her contributing to that. I want her to go really far. Okay. All right. Well, that was all of the people we've gone through. So let's let's make our winner picks one female, one male. So uh, for the female pick, I think I'm going to go with Jenny Kim. Uh, I just love her. I think that she's given off really good vibes. And then for the males, honestly, the males this season, I'm not really seeing them being too strong. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like the, the females on this cast are a lot stronger than the men. So I think maybe Zach. Shut up. You cannot do that to me. Do we have the same pick again? Yes. Both guy and girl? I was going to pick Zach and I was also going to pick uh, Jenny. So we're on the same page. I'm not Once even Once again, kidding. this is the same thing. This is the same thing that happened for the last two months, too, and we, we were correct. So this I is literally was like, Zach. this motherfucker is going to take my winner picks. I just know it. But we Weird have good I, reads. It's me taking your winner picks when I'm the one who said it first. So I think if, you're, <laughs> if anything, you're taking my winner picks. <laughs> no, I love Jenny. I really want her to go far. Um, The only thing I'm a little worried about is, like, the physical aspect you know but she does say she does pilates so i'm really hoping jenny is gonna go far and then zach gives me very much adam adam vibes Mm, and adam adam was a winner overall i think everything zach is saying is spot on and exactly how you should play and exactly what you should do now will that change during the game I don't know. You know, people are going to see him as innocent, young, naive, dumb. You know what I mean? I feel like he'll really play that up where he'll just skate by and make it to the end and not people target him. And Jenny, too, love her. I agree. We're on the same page. What the heck? I honestly just feel like since we're doing one female, one male, I feel like there's other girls I could pick over Zach, in my opinion. I think that Jenny definitely is my actual winner pick over the two. But regardless, I like both of them, and I'm pretty happy. This cast looks really good. I'm excited. Like, I feel like Survivor 41, it was like there was some obvious people you could be like, eh, they're not going to make it very far. But this season, I, it's hard to tell, honestly. Like, we were kind of just going off archetypes, basically. But I think that this is going to be a really good season. All this is just predictions. All this was just, we didn't really, like, this is all for fun. So we'll see. We'll check in back with Survivor 42 with our midseason power rankings to predict who's going to win. Um, that'll be a couple weeks down the line. So that wraps up our Survivor 42 cast analysis. Let us know what you thought about our list and who you're rooting for. And let us know what you thought about our winner picks at the end. We have a lot of content coming your way. So make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what we've made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. You guys can find me on TikTok at lolathe and champagne at all things reality. If you guys have any questions or comments, shoot us an email allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you in a couple weeks with another episode. <laughs> 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 <laughs>